0: From the vibrant soul of sherri Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit, a show that reflects sherri passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. sherri and her guest lineup of authors, healers, educators, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Each week, sherri and her team of experts share remarkable insights about life, spirit, manifesting, and more.
1: Welcome to Just Ask Spirit. I'm Sheriana. I'm your host, and I'm the author also of many books. The most recent is called Emotional Detox Now. And if you're new to the show, welcome. This is a show about mental health. It's about spirituality. And I really believe that we can no longer separate the two. I know that today's guest that I'm going to be introducing to you in a moment, agrees with me on this one. But before getting there, I wanted to remind my audience that I'm going to be at Kripalu Yoga and Health Center in Lennox, Massachusetts on July 8th to the 10th. I'll be there for an entire weekend and we'll do some emotional detoxing together, We'll, we'll do all sorts of transformative exercises. It's going to be a great weekend. If you've never been there, it's absolutely gorgeous. The food's amazing. And I would love to see some of my listeners there in person. So I want to introduce you. Today's guest is Katie Beecher. Katie, welcome to Just Ask Spirit. Thank you very much. You're so welcome. <laughs> Thank you for being patient as I'm talking about everything that's going on, right? And you you know, these things are, are timely and you're an author, I'm an author. I know you're of many things and I would love the audience to know a little bit more about you. It's just, we haven't been in person in a while, right, Katie? <laughs> and it's, it, it's so true. I mean, this is really going to be my, my first in-person event in a couple of years, right? It almost feels weird to talk about it. Um, I'm, I'm excited. And I know you're doing some in-person events, but let, let me, before we get into that, let's just tell the audience um, a little bit about who you are. Can you give them an, an idea?
2: Sure. So um, I'm a licensed professional counselor, been that for over 30 years. And I primarily work as a medical and spiritual intuitive, meaning that I can look into people's bodies and their energy and everything that's happened to them in their whole life um, that applies to their health and wellness. Um, I work really differently, taking a name and age only. I create a four-page report an intuitive painting, and I send that before our meeting, and then we meet for an hour and go over all of that information plus whatever people want to talk about. I get more information from my guides, and we focus on root cause healing and wellness, um, and strengths and connecting to intuition. Um, Every session is different, you know, so depending what the person needs, that's kind of where we take it. And then a plan for moving forward, often involving, you know, physicians and people that I recommend. And um, so it's kind of a, a team
1: approach. Um, yeah. Very interesting. So you you started out as a licensed mental health counselor, right? And and then you start to veer off or was this all written? already sort of a part of what you were doing. How did you make this transition? Because this is exactly what the show is about, right? Is really bringing in the spiritual piece into our mental health. So you're the perfect guest. And by the way, if you're just tuning in, Katie is the author of a book called Healing From Within. Right. Healing from within, a guide to intuitive wellness. So at what point did you start to shift?
2: Well, from a very, very young age, I guess blown as long, far back as I can remember, you know, I was um, I picked up on people's energies. I was empathic and sensitive and and I was picking up energy from the other side. And we lived in an old house. So there's that. Um <laughs> you know, How old? How old was your house? Because I lived in an old house. It was 1870. I'm I'm wrong, but it was around
1: 1873. Okay. I lived in a house from the 1800s as well. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I do. And it was creepy. I was actually pretty happy. Yeah. Um, But at one point
2: I was picking up a lot of negative stuff, which I thought was from the house. I blamed it on the house, but it was actually from my family. So, you know, (laughs) perhaps.
1: Maybe I was just spooking myself because it is very different living in a house. I mean, you hear a lot of creaks and cracks. And the energy is different and you feel things and you hear things. And so completely know what you're talking about there. Okay. So you were picking up energy. You're an empath. So you're saying this started... A long time ago, as before long as I can remember, you know. Okay, before you became a mental health counselor, uh, you're feeling and you're picking up things, and perhaps not even sure what the heck you're feeling and picking up, right?
2: Yeah, I'm having very strange experiences, um, you know, out of body experiences where I encounter a spirit and all kinds of weird, very, very weird stuff. Um, so, didn't know what to do with that. Didn't really have anybody I could talk to about it, and then. Um, when I was 16, I um, had an eating disorder, really pretty severe one, um, suicidal, and thankfully, um, the kind of help that I got, you know, I didn't tell my parents. I just called our our pediatrician and um, asked for help, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so he recommended a Jungian psychologist, and Carl Jung is pretty incredible. And basically everything that everybody's doing now, like Louise Hay and all these people, it's all based on Jungian psychology. So it's, it's pretty neat. So true. Yes. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's all, you know, connecting to your intuition and, and learning to trust your psychic abilities. And he was even into astrology and mythology and he had psychic abilities himself. So it was really the perfect match for me. Um, because she helped me be okay with all of that and not be afraid of it. And then it was instrumental in my healing.
1: So let me get this clear, because this is very interesting. You're suffering from an eating disorder. You're pretty young, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a whole school of thought around that, right? You know, as a mental health counselor, right, right, right. It's, it's typically very treated with nutrition and stress management, and perhaps trauma therapy, and all of that. This is very interesting because um, this person really went on a, out on a limb for you. Um, not really. It's how she practiced. Okay. Um, as okay. A- Were you in a life-threatening condition? That's what I'm asking.
2: Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, yes, in terms of being suicidal and having a plan. And mm-hmm. so yes, in terms of that, um, okay. I was bulimic, so I was throwing up three times a day, um, was not underweight, um, actually was a little bit overweight. So had um under normal conditions, I probably would have been put somewhere. Gotcha. But I'm Interesting. glad I, yeah, I'm glad I wasn't, um, mm-hmm. especially knowing the way that treatment centers work now. They're very Mm. behaviorally based. They're they don't really deal with trauma. Um, They don't deal with spirituality. Um, It's a lot about control, and I needed more control in my life, like a hole in the head. You know.
1: Gotcha. Uh, Yeah, that's that's what I mean. It's very different than than the way in general most people treat an eating disorder. So, when do you feel was a turning point? Do you feel that you had met someone who who made you feel like, Oh my gosh, this isn't me. And I, and I, this is, this is real what I'm feeling. Did you feel validated by this person? I guess what I'm asking Katie is how did that lead to you relinquishing control?
2: Sure. sure. Um, she taught me how to connect to my intuition, which is a loving, healthy, healing, secure voice that we all have. I did not have that before, except my grandparents. She helped me to talk to my eating disorder, connect to it and my body as if they were my friends instead of things I hated and had to fight. And Mm. I looked at them as helpers and that they were um, the changes in my body and the eating disorder were there to really help me grow and heal and separate from the dysfunction and Mm. love and accept myself. And which is a very... It's, it's opposite of the way a lot of um, illness and addictions and things are looked at. It's something you have to fight, right? Like it's bad right. and yes. evil and and all that kind of stuff. But it really is one of the best things that ever happened to me, hmm. to honestly say. So um, as I was you know, evolving and learning about me and all that kind of good stuff, um, I, I learned just to integrate intuition into my daily life. And mm-hmm. so when I became a therapist, um, I just listened to my intuition, you know, I, I used a lot of Jungian psychology techniques. There's a lot in my book, mm-hmm. but I really just allowed my, my spirit guides to help people that I was working with through me. So I would listen to them, um, rely on my experience, um, you know, kind of, again, every session was different, um, very eclectic but i found that the more i listened to my intuition and taught them how to connect to theirs Mm. as well um, and taught them to be independent and love themselves and a lot of things that therapy doesn't do the healthier they got and the more i was able to help them
1: fascinating. Yeah. That's that that's fascinating. I love that. And totally can relate, you know, for years I taught yoga. I've been teaching yoga for over 20 years now. And when I was back in yoga studios, I'm on Zoom now, but when I was working in studios, sometimes I'd get younger yoga teachers that would come to my classes and they would say to me after, "How do you plan your curriculum? Like how do you plan your sequencing and what you're going to do?" And I was like, I'm just led, like Love literally, it. spirit just tells me, okay, this is what they need. That do this pose, do that, awesome. do here, and that's how I teach yoga. Not knowing at the time that I was being led until I had other yoga instructor say, tell me how you, you know, create, I'm like, oh no, I basically create my practice. See that corner over there, you know, when you're driving in and there's that corner, that's where it pops in. So I don't cool. know but True. yeah it was like True. oh this is what our intention is today so I had no idea so until until that started happening it's interesting for you it was this therapist bringing it up right. for me it was having other yoga teachers say how do you do and I'm like, what do you mean? you don't do this <laughs> <laughs> like you write things down you have right, a plan. Right. Like, I don't write things down I just it just flows so absolutely fascinating. so you what you're saying is when you teach people about intuition, they start healing.
2: They do. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's about self-love and self-acceptance because that's why people get addicted. It's it's the root of so many emotional even and even physical issues is not caring for ourselves, not feeling like we're, they're worth it, you know, not loving and accepting who you are. Um, so that creates all kinds of spiritual disease. Yes. Um, yes. Which, you know, I, and I, there's some people who are like, well, I have a real illness and you're not taking that into consideration and you don't get it. And I'm like, whoa, I totally get it. I've had shit, you know, yes. I, I, <laughs> I, I get
3: this. Okay. Yes. Um, uh-huh.
2: I am not saying that those symptoms aren't real or that there are not physical root mm. causes yeah. or physical issues too. Cause there are, but our emotions, our spiritual state, all of that also contributes to not only how we got sick, but also how we heal.
1: Okay. So let me ask you this, Katie, because I have met many intuitive healers, psychics, mediums, many people who do similar work, but they themselves get sick. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Have you run into that? Okay. Um, I have, you've seen that. Okay. She's shaking (laughs) her head, everyone, just so you know. And and I want to bring this up because I think you, you know, you've probably learned something because you, you're pretty, pretty spunky. I know you even outside of this interview, we know each other. So, you know, you kind of get to know people who know how to do this in a way where it doesn't affect them. Because I think sometimes empaths, do want to help others heal, right, right? And then they themselves are struggling from right. right? right and right. what what's going on there, Katie? What have you learned? So
2: I have definitely learned to have healthy boundaries. Mm. And I think living in a dysfunctional family situation was very good training for that. Yes. um, so,
1: so there's that. Um,
2: <laughs> do you hear that,
1: that everybody? Right? It's tra- it's, training. <laughs> it's training. So it's if you're it's in life, a life skill. you're you're getting a life skill, folks. I know you don't want to look at it that way, but you're getting a life skill about boundaries, right? Exactly. And how okay. how being
2: an empath can be a survival skill mm-hmm. because you have to like if someone's around you and they're acting all doing their stuff and it's really damaging. You know, you have to tune into them and Mm -hmm. figure out what they're going to do and when they're going to do it before they do it almost to protect yourself, right? So Mm -hmm. all of that is good stuff. Um, What I've encountered, and this is like a really cool point, and I have not talked about this a lot, is I know so many, like you said, intuitives and blah, 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 who have also had emotional and physical issues themselves. Yes. Yes. I think it's, it's kind of part of the package and partly because, well, one thing I know that happens, like weight is a really good example. Mm-hmm. If you're not able to ground yourself because mm-hmm. you're spending so much time on the other side or so much time connected to the spiritual world that you're not attending to the here and now and the practical stuff, mm-hmm. then weight physically you know by gravity ground you
3: mm-hmm.
2: and illness does that also if you think about it because
1: yeah, true
2: it makes you have to focus on you and take care of you and then i i joke but i think it's true like everything every time something happens to me i'm like great i learn more about it for my clients awesome <laughs>
1: Oh that's funny. So so what you're saying is it's important to have healthy boundaries. Yes. You do learn something from being around dysfunction. You do. In terms of boundaries and what you're saying is you do learn to pick up on energy and trust your gut when to right rather than engage something. Trust when, you know, you can predict basically is what you're saying. When right. you're in it, I mean, just,
2: you know, you don't know what's coming in the door. That's what my house like. Somebody was either in a really good mood or they were explosive, and or they paid no attention to you or whatever. It was just so erratic. Mm. Um, and you know, the the other my other parent um, was erratic too because. Mm-hmm at first she'd be like, yeah, that's, that's horrible, unacceptable behavior. And then she'd switch around to like supporting him. And there was no, there was no like, <sighs> which supporting.
1: which makes perfect sense why you would put your guard up and you would shut down your intuition. Exactly. Exactly. Right? You
2: weren't heard. You weren't seen. The truth was they didn't want to hear about that. God forbid, you know? Yeah. You so,
1: people, so I'm thinking of all the, 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 boys girls men women people who have eating disorders and it's rampant right it now is. it is it's it is absolutely rampant i think it's a lot more than we realize yeah. i think it's touching lives that you know it's all different ranges we have to remember when we're talking about this and 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 so it's in terms of not feeling stable right right you and even it, and even in the world you know even if it's right. not your direct family if you're in a school environment, if you're in a, in a community environment where it doesn't feel, where there's a lot of fear. Right. Right, And there's that instability, it, it's difficult to, to ground. And then you have on top of it, these empathic <laughs> people who are picking everything up. So what you're saying is you had to learn to ground, you learned that you learned things in terms of boundaries, and don't go too far out into the spiritual that you're not in the practical. Is that correct?
2: Yeah, um, absolutely. And just to love and accept yourself as you are with the good, with the, what we call bad or shameful, or, you know, there's all the, especially with social media, we have to put on this like perfect face, like, like everyone's mm-hmm. perfect and all this crap. And, and it is crap, um, Yeah, you is. know, and I find some of the accounts are so far into the, I am dysfunctional. I'm sick. I'm that becomes an identity. Mm-hmm. Um, or you have this facade of I'm, I'm perfect. I'm successful. I have a perfect body. I, um, you know, auto tune everything about myself or whatever. So there's not, yes. we need, we need a middle, we need like real cause we're all real anyway.
1: We we do need real. And that's what I love about you, Katie, is you are real and you're so authentic and, and you're kind. And I know you have a, a, quite a few people that follow you in terms of social media. What is your account on Instagram? Is it at Katie Beecher? Um,
2: it's Katie Beecher Medical Intuitive.
1: Okay. Katie Beecher Medical Intuitive, if anyone's interested. You do have a lot of people. And I think that's why they do because they trust you right they trust you and and you have the credibility behind you i mean it's not like you just went out to the woo you also did the right. the practical and you learned all of these experiences so tell us a little bit about this book healing from within you mentioned that it has some of the the tools that you teach actually do in therapy or that you learned yeah yeah um it's basically like teaching people to do a
2: medical intuitive reading on themselves using mm-hmm. a lot of the techniques that either I developed or I learned that okay. I do every time, you know, I use every time I do a reading. Um, it teaches people how to connect to intuition, how to connect to spirit. There's tons of healing stories, um, things that, you know, everyone says you're not supposed to be able to heal from and people healed from, Um Stories from my own background, like some crazy family stories, all that kind of good stuff, but it's helping people. (laughs) Yes, they're great. Which Um, keeps it
1: interesting, right? Let's face it. It keeps it interesting.
2: (laughs) You could do a whole book on that. Yes. Um, Yeah. Um, Chapter one. (laughs) Where do I go? Okay. Um, How crazy do you want to get, basically? Um, so it's it helps people to identify their issues and their strengths
4: which mm-hmm.
2: if you don't know what you're dealing with how can you address it you know mm-hmm. um identify your feelings figure out what you want to start working on because you mm-hmm. can't do everything at once it feels overwhelming and i divide a lot of the chapters into chakras which are energy centers in the body um more because each energy center. So for example, the seventh chakra is like, actually, that's a really bad example. I don't want to use that one. Um, The sixth chakra, for example, is like, um, like head and, um, and being, you know, psychic ability and intuition, um, anything to do with head stuff or nervous system or things like that. So each section of the body has all kinds of physical, emotional, and spiritual traits, if you will, characteristics. And so by using all of the chakras, I make sure that I include every part of people. Nice. And also to help them see patterns. So the throat chakra, for example, thyroid. Um, I deal with a lot of people with thyroid stuff who have trouble expressing their feelings have trouble even knowing what they're feeling. Um, maybe they share too much, you know, they don't have <laughs> healthy boundaries set up. Yeah. There's, you know, things like that. Um that and and there's a relationship. So if your energy gets blocked in any of the chakras, it's very hard to um to have things connected. Gotcha. And every part of the body connects to other parts. So Nobody just has like a thyroid thing, or yeah. so you it learns you learn to figure out it like
1: it manifests through the thyroid, exactly. right? But it's, but it's not- connected to others, that's really cool. So you divide it up into the chakras so they can hit every single uh part of the body in that way so it doesn't overwhelm people i really like that we yeah. need to take it we need to take a quick break katie but when we come back from the break you finish up your thought on your book but i also want you to tell us how to connect to spirit okay so we'll be right back stay tuned everyone after the break
0: from the vibrant soul of sherry Anna Boyle comes just ask spirit on dream vision 7 radio network every monday at 10 a.m and 10 p.m eastern time
4: Find yours at sheriannaboyle ever wonder what it's like to have your own radio show? Well, wonder no longer because you can dip into the radio airwaves by being host for the day on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network. It's a fabulous way to get your radio feet wet. It's an opportunity to market your business, modality, or book. Have a guest, mention a sponsor, and take callers. Or you may want to facilitate a lesson by going solo. It's up to you. Listeners can be online, mobile, in cars with Bluetooth or listen through Amazon's Echo by asking Alexa Play Dream vision 7 radio network for more details go to dreamvision7radio.com and click
3: on host
4: for the day
3: Reclaim the power of magic for a more purposeful and passionate life with professional astrologer and psychic medium rachel lang discover magic as a spiritual power that's alive within you and experience signs and synchronicities that make you feel less alone and more a part of the whole Mention discount code DREAM for 20% off when you register for the Demystifying Magic Realize Your Power and Shape Your Life workshop at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, July 1st to the 3rd. Learn more at eomega.org.
1: Welcome back to Just Ask Spirit. I'm speaking with Katie Beecher. Katie's the author of a book called Healing From Within, A Guide to Intuitive Wellness. So Katie, before the break, I know that you were talking about your book and how it's divided and it sounds amazing. And I have a copy of your book. I love your book. And by the way, everyone, I endorsed her book. So I was one of the first ones to see um, the, the, the pre, whatever you call it, the advanced copy there. and I felt very connected right away. I loved it. I wanted to ask you, I ask all of my guests, what does spirit mean to you? How do you define spirit? That's a really good question. Um, well, for me, it's
2: pure love. It's the same way I think about intuition and my guides. It knows everything about you. Um, it's a source of unconditional love and acceptance. It knows what you need. It knows what's best for you. Um, It knows everything about you. So you can't hide. It's it's always there supporting you and guiding you. And it's interesting because I believe that we have choice. So we can choose to listen to it or not, but (laughs) if something's really important and we go off track from being authentic or our mission or whatever, um, it will step in and disrupt your life in some way. So so there's that. Right.
1: Uh Uh-huh. And so do you see spirit as guides, Katie? I think for when I first started healing,
3: Mm -hmm.
2: I saw spirit as God, which to me was our source, you know, what made us love. Um, And then I realized as I was talking to spirit, my intuition, I was also talking to my guides. So I just see them kind of all as one, like Mm -hmm. it's all connected. Um, We all have an army of guides out Mm -hmm. there guiding us and protecting us. Mm
3: -hmm. And
2: I have to think that they're connected with love Mm -hmm. and with a, a source that is protective and kind of is the the opposite of hate and evil, mm-hmm.
1: if you mm-hmm. will. Yes, totally get that. I totally understand that. So, how do we connect to spirit?
2: So, this is in my book for anyone wondering. But my gotcha. very there's a lot of ways. There's a lot of ways. I mean, you can you can meditate. You can do yoga. You can be out in nature. You can use oracle cards. You can um, just ask. Just, it's like pretty simple. Just ask spirit. Yes. Oh, okay. Right? Yes. Right. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> the title of your radio show. Um, uh-huh. One of my favorite ways, and this helped me to heal. I'm alive mm-hmm. because of this,
3: mm-hmm. is
2: to write out a question or feelings or thoughts and direct it to your intuition. So it might be, dear God, it might be, dear tree, it might be, dear someone in spirit, and tell them whatever's going on with you. Um, and then just wait to see what you hear, feel, see in response to what you wrote and write that down. Okay. And then write back to him and then see what you get and write that down for as long as you want. So you're having a written conversation with spirit, with your guides, which with this loved one in spirit, um, and you're writing down both.
1: So times. you're asking questions and then writing down the answers. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. And okay. it,
2: could be, it could be even something like you just start writing because sometimes you don't know what's on your mind and you just ask for guidance or you could just say like, do you have anything to tell me today? Or you can ask gotcha. a specific question. Like yes. like, "Yes, what in God's name am I supposed to do with this? You know? Um, and so sometimes I do it for five minutes. You know, sometimes it's 20 Um it's really, it really doesn't matter. And Mm -hmm. the key is just is to be open to whatever information you get, you know, not worry about why does this just sound like my voice? Um, Mm -hmm. Am I doing it right? That's a big Mm -hmm. one. You know, Um, what if I hear this thing from my intuition, and I know my need to do it, but I'm terrified, Mm -hmm. or I'm not ready. So that's why we push it down often, you know,
1: Um, Cause we cause often about it. But- like god, oh, this isn't spirit. This is my own head talking back I, to me. Gotcha. Right.
2: Okay. It's just like I know I need to do that. Like a lot of people I work with, they need to leave their jobs or their bad relationships or something. And so <laughs> they know they need to, but it's scary, so they push it down. And gotcha. when you push that down, everything gets pushed down. Um so just kind of be open to mm-hmm. listening, um to the possibilities, you know, don't worry about where it's coming from even if it's coming from you if it's good information use it
4: Mm.
1: so um i think sometimes people wonder you know am i am i doing something bad or wrong am i I connecting with something that i shouldn't be connecting to kind of thing Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. perhaps that's from upbringing or somehow being influenced like you know, you, you and I were talking, sometimes you, you get people that just have viewpoints and right. So, um, and so that you cause a self doubt, right. And then, like you said, push it down. So do you see a difference between intuition and spirit, Katie, or is it all inclusive again? I think it's all inclusive. Yeah. Okay. All inclusive. So you're saying when you, when you connect to spirit, you're connecting to your intuition. Yes. Gotcha. That is what I believe. <laughs> I got, that's that's what we explore here on the show. Yeah. Right. This this is a, a show about exploring that, not really pushing any particular viewpoint, but just, just asking, being willing to ask how do people experience spirit and and what happens when we push it down, which you're clearly pointing out that in your experience with what you do and, and your personal life that pushing it away can lead led to some pretty serious consequences.
2: Exactly. It really can. Yeah. You go against, you know, your true nature or your authenticity or, um,
1: what's healthy for you. Now I know that you were guided to write this book, correct? I was. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. So
2: as I was recovering when I was you know 16, I was told that with connection to intuition, um, unconditional love and acceptance, you can heal from anything.
3: Mm -hmm. And
2: so part of a lot of why I went through what I did was to then utilize what I learned to help others to heal and connect to their intuition and do what they needed to do in their life. So I didn't know what form it would take, Um, I didn't know exactly what I was going to say when I thought about writing it. It was super overwhelming and there were too many things going through my head at the same time. So, um, so that's the thing. And there will be, you know, more books, but it was a lot of the message is to look at your problems, look at your issues, even your strengths differently and use spirit as a, member of your team. Don't mm-hmm. you know, use that illness or whatever um, to help you be happier and, and healthier and just you know have better relationships, all that kind of good stuff. So it was mm-hmm. like something really bad can happen to you and good things can come from it and not being in, in a Pollyanna way. Because um, mm-hmm. recovery was the hardest thing I've ever done. Yeah. You know, but
1: thank God. That, the hardest and the bravest, right? The hardest and the bravest thing. For sure. So, in terms of you've mentioned a few times unconditional love and acceptance, right? And you said with unconditional love and acceptance, we can heal anything. Yep. How do we do that, Katie? How do we <laughs> how do we do that? <laughs> yeah. One step at a
2: time. Uh, literally, it's one step at a time. I think yeah. a good first step is to learn who you are.
1: Okay because Learn you who can't, you, are. Mm-hmm. you
2: can't love and accept yourself if you don't know who you are. And a lot of people are like, I don't even know where to start. Cause I never learned and no one ever listened to me. And I'm like, cool. Okay. So a good technique I like to use is mm-hmm. to just make a list of mm-hmm. things about you. And oh. it doesn't have to be earth shattering. Mm-hmm. You know, I have blue eyes, I have blonde hair. Um, I, I hate, Brussels sprouts. Um, you know, it's important to me that whatever you may have political views, you may have whatever, but just anything about you Mm -hmm. and all of these millions of things make Mm -hmm. up who we are and your list may change. You will probably add things. You may take things off as you grow, but just getting to know you, um, and accepting just, this is me you know, like Mm. bad stuff, whatever, this is me. And then as you allow that um, and get to know what's important to you and what you need, Mm. that helps you with self-care, that helps you with boundaries. It helps you with planning for the future. Mm. You know, it helps you with all sorts of things. And the more that you can be like, this is who I am. Um, and I'm not saying like not to change things that you don't like.
4: Mm-hmm. Not what mm-hmm. I'm saying. But yeah. um,
2: but just to be like, this is this is me and this is what I need. And instead of trying to be who someone else wants you to be.
1: Yeah. Or, or or hiding. Or hiding yeah. who you are. Exactly. Right. And and oh, oh, don't want them to see that. Don't want them to see me right, right. sitting at my desk, closing my eyes. <laughs>
2: Right. I want right. the boss
1: to know that you know I really need to rest. Yeah. <laughs> Got to keep up the. Got to keep up the look like I'm working all the time. I'm always working. Right. I, I remember just, you know when early out you know years ago when my when I was you know young earlier days of my marriage. I've been right, married right, for right. over twenty years now, so it's a long marriage. But but I remember when my husband walked in the door and I would just make pretend I was cleaning. <laughs> Don't let him see that I was sitting, right? Because so for whatever reason, I had this belief system that that my worth, I had to prove my worth, right?
3: Oh, right? Right? Yeah.
1: So now it's like, and he'll say to me, "God, it's so good to see you sitting, <laughs> right?" I know my husband never
3: like. you
1: ever relax? Um, sometimes. <laughs> so I love that. So writing down who you are, right? Yeah. Don't, don't complicate it. Just start, start where you start and be honest and be, be honest. honest.
2: No, one's going to look at your list. No, one's going to judge you. No, one's going to, it's like, if, you know, if you have a temper, mm-hmm. maybe that's something you don't like, but put it down because it's part of who you are, you know, whatever,
1: gotcha.
0: Gotcha. Um,
2: yes. anything, anything at all.
1: So uh, you're saying getting to know who we are is a great place to start Yes. For unconditional love and acceptance. And to know that
2: it's a process. A great thing is think about how, if you have animals, think about how your pets feel about you. Mm.
4: Mm-hmm. They don't
2: care what you look like. If you have makeup on or not, they don't care how much money you make. They don't care what you weigh. None of that matters. They just love you the way you are. And so True. if you can start thinking of yourself in those same terms. hmm and it's like at least it gives you an example of of how to kind of transfer the i hate myself i have cellulite i i don't like that part of my nose whatever in god's name you're looking at um just be like you know what i'm just lovable
1: the way i am mhm mhm i love that very helpful yeah. i love i love your tips and i'm sure your book is is full of them they are i mean they are so- <laughs> It is. 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 Um, And once again, everyone, Katie's book is called Healing from Within, A Guide to intuitive, Intuitive Wellness. Well, we wish you the best, Katie. I really wish you the best with this book. And I hope many people listening today grab your book. I think it's so valuable. Um, if you're in mental health, if you have children, if you're a parent, if you're just just as a read, right? Just to get to know. We we're all intuitive, right, Katie? Absolutely. We're yes. all intuitive. Yep. And I think we tend to think I'm not intuitive, you are, you're more intuitive than I... no, it's just a muscle, right? It one person, one person just has worked out a little bit more than another person, but we all have intuition. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Right. Thank you so much for coming on just as spirit. And for my listeners, I'll be right back with a little message from spirit. So hang in there. You, my dear. Are you looking for a simple way to stay in shape and care for your emotions? Well, look no further. It's Shariana here, and I want you to know I have been teaching yoga for over 20 years. My style might be a little different. I include a little bit of cardio, yoga, breath work, and of course, you're going to hear my emotional detox teaching sprinkled in. People describe my classes as therapy. <laughs> So zoom in and practice yoga with me live on Tuesdays at 930 Eastern or Thursdays, noontime Eastern, where you can take it on demand as I record everything. Go to shariannaboyle.com, click Explore Memberships to learn more.
0: From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Monday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Just Ask Spirit is a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her lineup of best-selling authors, healers, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Don't miss Sherrianna's remarkable insights from the divine at the end of every show.
3: Looking for a fun and relaxing getaway? Omega Rest and Rejuvenation Retreats are a great way to unwind and renew your spirit. Sit and read in the garden, explore the woodland trails, or try a daily yoga or meditation class. You can stretch your body, quiet your mind, and do as much or as little as you choose. Located in Rhinebeck, New York, just 90 miles north of New York City, Omega's natural environment and quiet pace allow for extraordinary experiences to unfold. Learn more at eomega.org or call 800-944-1001. When we think of a detox, we usually think of it as
4: a physical experience. But what about a mind emotional detox? With Sherrianna Boyle's new book, Emotional Detox Now, you get just that. Inside, you will find 135 of Sherrianna's signature cleanses laid out for you. In just five minutes a day, you can enjoy the soothing benefits of an emotional detox. Imagine feeling centered, calm, and free. With an emotional detox now, you can. Grab your book today at your favorite bookstore or go to sherryannaboyle.com. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow.
1: Welcome back to Just Ask Spirit. I hope that you enjoyed the first part of the show with my guest. If you're just joining us here, I'm, I'm Sherry Anna Boyle. I'm the author of many books, The most recent is called Emotional Detox Now. I wrote that because people were asking me, "How do I do this? How do I do emotional detox? Can you can you show me how to do it on my own?" Because I guide people through. And what I'd like you to know and remind you is that the same steps of an emotional detox featured in Emotional Detox Now and all of my other emotional detox books are the same steps for manifesting. I didn't know that at the time but i realized it later when i was putting the steps together i did make sure it was every step was in alignment in alignment with all of the spiritual laws of the universe so I, I mentioned that i would give you a message from spirit and during the break i tapped into spirit and asked what is what is the message of the day and spirit encouraged me to share a story with you So the story is that I recently went on vacation with my family and we go on vacation, if we can, about once a year, right? At least pre-COVID. And it's a big deal because it's only once a year. It's one week out of the year and the entire family, we all take off work and we go away. So we went away somewhere in the United States and we rented a condo to stay at near the beach. And when we got there, it wasn't long before we realized that the condo was under some pretty heavy construction. So, there was a lot of painting. There was a lot of noise that were banging. There, were, there was fumes. There was dust. I mean, to the point where they had to cover up our cars with big tarps because there was that much dust going on. So, as you can imagine, it was A little bit discouraging and disappointing, mainly because they started so early in the morning. So you you didn't get to sleep in. And when you're traveling with teenagers and young adults, they look forward to that. So we did the best that we could, but meanwhile, there's other people who are also renting that week. And we were chatting with different people as we would go by, and everybody was equally upset that this all fell. On the week of their vacation, right? We're all having similar experiences. So, what I know, I'm also a psychology professor, and in addition to writing all of these books and working with clients, I know about um, irrational beliefs. And Spirit wanted me to talk to you about irrational beliefs. Irrational beliefs are systems that actually increase stress, right? So, when you have an irrational belief going on and you're revisiting and you're ruminating on it, what you're doing is you're elevating the stress levels in your body. And it was interesting to me because when I would speak to other people in passing, whether we were walking towards the beach or the pool, the same irrational belief kept coming up. I would hear it. And they would say, yes, we don't like it. This happened, that happened. And then they would end their sentence with, but there's nothing you can do about it. Right? There's nothing we can do about it. Right away, I perked up to that because I'm thinking, okay, I can spot an irrational belief like nobody's business. So I'm thinking to myself, that's interesting. And so I mentioned, I said, you know, I, I hear what you're saying, but I just want you to know we have reached out to the the company that rented, and they are open to conversations. And that's all I said. They're open. They're not being defensive. They're not shutting us down. They're open to having a dialogue about what's going on. That's it. I'll never push my views on anybody. I don't believe in that one because it could be a reaction and it could be a way that you shove your own emotions down is to push your views on other people. So, There is a little bit, like Katie Beecher was just saying, a little bit of a balancing act, a little bit of boundaries there, right? But I also don't want to be secretive and not let people know, hey, there's an opportunity here. I'm in conversations, right? Which I was. We were. And same thing with another family that we ran into. Same thing. Talk about, oh, this is not good. Don't like it. We're upset, blah, blah, blah. And the person said, I'm a realtor. I've been around these things before. There's nothing you can do about this. Oh, there's number two, (laughs) irrational belief. I've heard the same irrational belief twice now, right? Now, I also am a believer that sometimes when things get repeated in front of you, this is all so in line with the laws of the universe. When something's getting repeated, you want to look at that, folks, right? Now, in terms of spirit, just as spirit, spirit will deliver things and not, and particularly in threes. So if I'm hearing something a second time, maybe even a third time, I want to look at that. For a few reasons. one, i'm I'm learning and growing. It could be a belief that I have in me, right? I don't know. It didn't feel like I had the belief because in my mind, I'm thinking,, uh, that I don't feel the same way. I really don't. I don't believe there's nothing you can do about it, right? But it was interesting. So I'm paying attention to this now. And in the end, I'll fast forward. Again, we're in conversations, and in the end, by the end of the vacation, we got half our money back. The other individuals that stayed there chose not to even go there. I love that story. I do. I love it because it shows how irrational beliefs can block us and get in the way and I just, I was amazed. I was like, wow, half our money back. That's great. You know, what a great compromise. And that way we left feeling honored. And yet the place wasn't completely out as well of what they needed to have to whatever, to keep them going. I thought it was fair. Put it that way. That was a very fair outcome. But the point is it happened pretty effortlessly, Nobody had to get upset. Nobody had to go to a place they wanted to go that wanted to didn't want to go to. And I think it's important what spirit wants you to hear today. What I heard is for me to share that story to check in with any irrational beliefs that you might be carrying and how that might be interfering with your own growth and expansion. Take a deep breath, take that in and exhale. Things like I'll never, I can't, probably, always, right, like I always get the short end of the stick or that probably won't work or I'm too old. That ship has sailed. Nobody's gonna wanna be with me, right? I've got four kids, who's gonna wanna date me? Those are irrational beliefs. I'm going to challenge you. Really? Really? There's nobody in the whole world
3: that will date someone with four kids? Nobody? Come on. Spirit says,
1: notice, right? Challenge those irrational beliefs, listen for them, don't push right? We don't want to push our beliefs on other people. When we push, we press down. What do we press down? Emotions. You want to keep them in flow. Keep things open, but don't overly open either. Just like Katie said, I opened up the doors. We're in conversations. We're having a dialogue, but I didn't throw them way open. Like, oh, I'll let them know how you feel and you can tell them. No, 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 no. we're not going there. Then it escalates and it goes to another place, right? That's not. So I hope you enjoyed that story. I'm going to pull three cards for you now. And by the way, this part of the show is being sponsored by livingthegoodlifenaturally.com. This is a place that I go to get my magnesium. They have a magnesium spray. It's all organic. It's uh, They have the magnesium rubs. Magnesium is the miracle mineral. And so if you're someone who's under a lot of stress, you want to make sure you're getting enough magnesium. I get my magnesium from livingthegoodlifenaturally.com. They also give our listeners a discount. If you put in the words, detox 10, detox 10, you get 10% off your order. For being a Just Ask Spirit listener. So now it's time for me to pull from my emotional detox now deck, which is available on com. So the first thing I'm going to be pulling for you is, okay, look at this. It goes right in line with our conversation. It's a card on suppression, right? Know how you suppress. And That is something that you want to be detoxing, any habits of emotional suppression. Second card I'm pulling. One of the, oh, this is so perfect with this today's discussion is about perception, right? Those people had the irrational beliefs because of their perception. There may be some things you are blowing out of proportion and notice if your thoughts have become inflated by fear, worry, or imagining things that aren't happening. Right, that includes imagining that no one's going to do anything. So that would be something that you would detox. I have all the cleanse steps in this deck. Um, the final card that we're pulling is what's once you clear those things, once you transmute them. Oh, look what's coming into your life! It's leadership, it's clarity, it's intuition, which goes right along. Gosh, is spirit listening or what? Goes right along with our conversation today. You get clarity, intuition, and you get focus, and that's a good feeling, right? It's very, very good feeling. Well, that's all I have for you today. I so appreciate you listening to the show, and I'd love to hear from you. If you want to drop a line, you can drop it on um, Dream Seven Radio. You can see in the on-demand area if you drop me a line there, or you can go to my website to my contact page. Let me know any questions you want me to ask Spirit. Be happy to do that for you live on the show. Until then, remember your emotions matter. Processing them matters more. Take care.
0: Thank you for listening. Join Sherrianna next time to continue this remarkable journey of discovering the amazing power of your emotions. Reach out to Sherrianna directly on SherryAnnaBoyle.com. Share your comments and ask your Just Ask Spirit questions. Until next time, remember, your emotions matter. Processing them matters more.